a community of caring focused on helping seniors live and feel well. It's time for Living Well with Chicago Methodist Senior Services. Medicaid long-term care is a great benefit for those who don't have much savings or retirement income and now need services beyond what their families can provide. So here to talk with us about what you need to know about Medicaid for long-term care is Dietra Lawson, Corporate Billing Director with Chicago Methodist Senior Services. Dietra, thank you for your time. So fill in the blanks for us on Medicaid. What is it and who is it for? Hi, glad to be here. Um, Medicaid is basically the state government funding residents and families that don't have much funds in order to cover them for uh, different medical services. Um, Specifically, we're going to talk about nursing homes here. Okay. And before we go any further, I just want to ask you this. What is the difference between Medicaid and Medicare? Because I feel there's some confusion out there. So Medicare covers with the federal government. The federal government covers them. Everyone is entitled to Medicare because we put money towards it when we're in our working age. We we um, are paying towards it every day um, that we've worked. So once we, we become 65, Medicare automatically covers you. But that's only for um, hospital stays and extra care that's needed. After you've recovered from rehabilitation um, or like a, a longer necessary medical stay, uh, you need to have room and board covered by a different provider. And that's where Medicaid steps in. And Medicaid works as the last payer of resort. So if somebody else can pay Medicare or private pay or another insurance, Medicaid will not pay room and board. They have to be the last payer of resort. So that's where the state comes in and helps with some room and board assistance if no one else is available. So last payer of resort. So Medicare is federal. Medicaid is state. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So who qualifies for Medicaid then? Anyone that has um, assets under $2,000. Usually you have spent down all of your finances um, and they have applied for it, gone through the process of the application, but they usually have no other funds in order to cover their medical assistance. So you have to have your assets under $2,000 to qualify. Okay. So what does Medicaid cover then? You mentioned nursing homes. Can you expound on that a little bit? Well, there's different areas that Medicaid can cover. I mean, people can get food assistance. They can get... Um, uh, community assistance with Medicaid, but uh, the majority of Medicaid's funding does cover uh, the medical sides like nursing homes and hospital stays um, for coinsurance to Medicare uh, and some small uh, therapy services. So, so basically uh, nursing home stays also in home care and assisted living communities as well. Does that fit yes. in there? Yes, all of those fit into Medicaid. So this is basically provisions for living. This is not medical coverage. Is that right? Well, Medicaid does cover medical coverage because you have the room and board. You have, uh, but usually when you have like a rehab stay, Medicare is going to pay first, and then Medicaid will kick in to pay the coinsurance for that. So it does cover some uh, medical coverages, but usually it's the coinsurance or the the portion that another insurance payer could not pay. 
So for someone who wants to sign up for Medicaid, are there age requirements or other requirements? Who ultimately qualifies for Medicaid? Well, the things to know with Medicaid, not everyone expects to be applying for Medicaid. It's usually you're you're kind of up against the wall and backed into a corner when you need to apply because there's nothing else. There's no other finances. You, the bills are kind of piling up. And the thing to remember is to prepare and be proactive before you ever need Medicaid because when you're applying for Medicaid, they look five years prior from the date of application. So what I'd love for um, elders to know is that um, be more proactive in your estate planning before you ever even think you need Medicaid because Medicaid goes back five years and some things that you've done in that five-year period may actually disqualify you for Medicaid and that makes you like a uh, have a penalty period and, and it really becomes more um, complex once you actually file that Medicaid application. So um, some things to keep in, in mind is uh, getting your estate planning done, um, talking to someone to get a power of attorney for property. I know a lot of the times we get a power of attorney for healthcare in place, but we don't think about the power of attorney for property. And um, the reason why we want to do that power of attorney for property is this helps with getting like five years of bank statements, getting some of the financial information that's required with a Medicaid application. And uh, we've had people where they don't have that in place. And what we have to do is start with a guardianship, a state guardianship uh, process in order to even get five years of bank statements to work with the bank. And, um, what that's like costly and it's a whole court proceeding. So you can actually alleviate some of the frustrations that come with the Medicaid application by getting, um, the estate planning done ahead of time. And then, um, prepaid burials is a big one to do before you even want to do a Medicaid application. Uh, you want to get all of that in place. Um, because once a Medicaid application is done, it's harder to get it in place um, and not be considered another asset. And um, so you want to get your prepaid burial done before even wa- applying for Medicaid and make sure that it is an irrevocable account. Because if it's not irrevocable, Medicaid will consider that an asset and then you're over the $2,000 limit. So you have to share your financial records for looking back five years. Yes. And any... Uh, quick claim deeds for transfers of the house that could bring you into a penalty period. So that's why we say speak with an estate uh, attorney or elder law attorney to get all of your estate planning and financials in place before you're even thinking about um, applying for Medicaid. So over that five years, you have to show that your bank account had less than $2,000 in it over that five-year period? No, um, you have to show what transactions happen. Anything that's over $500, Medicaid is going to be looking at um, what happened with that money. So if if you're giving it to somebody or uh, maybe a, a family member or a friend, Medicaid is going to make that basically like a fraudulent transfer. It may not, not necessarily be fraudulent, but in their mind, that money was not used for the resident or for medical expenses. So they look at... Um, they're going to basically interrogate everything that's $500 or more in the last five years um, done. Okay, gotcha. So 
I guess what I'm hearing from you is Medicaid is not a long-term care solution you should bank on as you get older. Is that right? This is for people that, for whatever reason, are low income, they have no assets, they have a bank account under $2,000, and they need help now. Is that is that what correct. I'm hearing? Am I hearing that correct? Okay. Correct. Not a, not a long-term solution. Yeah, it's it's good for it's your final, it's your last minute solution. But if you, I would say, go into um, planning ahead of time so that you don't have to do Medicaid. But if you were to have to need it, it is your final solution, basically. Yeah. So you want to plan ahead and save and think ahead if you're someone in your 40s or 50s, so you don't have to apply for Medicaid. You don't want that. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, this has been very, very informative. Is there anything else we should know about Medicaid that we didn't touch on? Um, I think there's long-term care insurance that uh, some people get into and uh, start when they're younger. I think those are good uh, alternatives before applying for Medicaid. Um, They're usually not, um, if you're in a rehab for long-term, they usually don't cover for the full extent of your stay. Eventually, the funds deplete with that, but it keeps you from having to deplete all of your personal funds because you can use this uh, long-term care insurance. So that would be something to look into before uh, ever thinking that you need Medicaid. Well, that's a great idea. So think about uh, long care health insurance so you will never wind up having to use Medicaid. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's all about being proactive. Proactive. Okay, that is the word, proactive. Love it. Well, Dietra, thank you so much. This has uh, been uh, very interesting, and thank you for your time. To learn more or if you'd like to book a tour, please visit cmsschicago.org. That's cmsschicago.org. This is Living Well with Chicago Methodist Senior Services. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.